Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to the Where Success Happens podcast. Thank you very much for joining. And whether you're listening or watching, um, unplug right now from everything other than this message. It's going to be pretty short, pretty sweet, pretty straight to the point, actually. And in the next 12 minutes or so, I want you to really contemplate uh, a concept that I want to maybe introduce to you, but I'm also kind of thinking maybe you don't need to be introduced to it, but I also am kind of thinking maybe you need to be reminded of it, just like I need to be reminded of it, because it's a super important concept. You know, one of the things around this idea of experiencing mastery and what mastery is, it's a pursuit of being your best version of you. Mastery allows you to have a different life experience. And in order to achieve any level of mastery, you need to be committed to the building blocks of mastery. And whether it's in selling as a mortgage professional, a real estate professional, a financial services professional, even the doctors and attorneys that are part of the high trust ecosystem. I mean, everybody knows that in order to achieve business mastery, you have to do the right things over and over and over again, and you need to do them as well as you can with the highest level of executed efficiency. Uh, In health, health is the same kind of thing. If I want to be healthy, I need to understand that health is a daily decision. It's a bunch of little decisions made every single day that are super important. And those decisions over time allow allow you to achieve a level of physical and uh, health mastery. Your body's in good shape. Your, Your body internally, your organs are in good shape. Your mind is in good shape. I mean, those are all things that are related to health. If we think about financial mastery, financial mastery is tied to business mastery and it is then scalable. So I achieve financial mastery by making sure I deploy business mastery that for me would be a few things every day repeated over time really well produce greater income. So financial mastery is a combination of business mastery with smart investing, with smart acquisition of appreciating assets. And the more you do that on a consistent basis, the more you achieve mastery. Relationship mastery, same kind of thing. Whether you are talking about a business relationship, which I would say is fine to consider, but if you're talking about a different relationship like with your wife or with your husband, those types of relationships and achieving mastery in those relationships require you to do a few things consistently really well that make the other party feel that they're part of the relationship. And so all of these concepts, we can continue to build on mastery anywhere, but all of these concepts require the knowledge of the idea of compounding. And that may not be a new idea to you, but I can tell you that we all need to be reminded of the importance of what compounding does. There's a song that I love. It's by a, a, a band called Casting Crowns, and, and the song is called It's a Slow Fade. And I think the, you know, without getting into the depths of the lyrics or anything like that, it's nothing goes wrong in a day. It's a slow fade. A business doesn't go wrong in a day. Your health doesn't go wrong in a day. 
Your relationships don't go wrong in a day. Your money doesn't go wrong in a day. But if it's going wrong, it's a culmination, a compounding of not doing those few things really well over time, really consistently and efficiently. So <clears throat> if you contemplate this, it's like, okay, there's a negative side of compounding, which is the slow fade the wrong way. The word fade uh, kind of in, infers that we're, we're getting away. It's getting less bright. It's getting more dark, you know, and it's like the wrong way to go. And there's positive growth on the other side of a slow fade. But whether it's a slow fade or positive growth, it still requires the same mechanics to pay attention to what you need to do or to own what you're not doing. And those two things comprise the decision of turning things around, re-gearing, recommitting, and rebuilding. So the idea for this podcast came to me yesterday, and I'm just going to share a text with you um, very discreetly. And uh, I just want to I just want to read it to you, and no names will be mentioned. And uh, if you happen to be the person that sent this to me, then you're going to be affirmed again on what I've already um, I've already shared with you. So the, t the first text that came in is, um, hey, man, if you have some time today, I would really appreciate it. My wife just served me with divorce papers. So that's, a, that's an interesting text to receive. It's probably a, an interesting text to have to send. And um, as we kind of go through it, um, I, I simply replied, um, so did you see anything coming? And the answer was, nope, pretty blindsided. And I said, no clue it was happening. And this person said, nope. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into any of what he said then, but I do want to reply uh, and share with you what I texted back to him. And I want you to know that um, this is just totally from my heart. You know, we have a, a coaching platform. We coach thousands of people, and um, part of coaching is we are way beyond just business coaching. We're in life coaching. I mean, we help people make really critical decisions, whether it has to do with personal health or relationships or money or, <clears throat> you know, a host of all those things. So here's what I said, because it had to do with marriage, obviously. And I said, um, I said, I'm not a marriage therapist. Um, I can tell you that I try and live by the idea that if my wife is happy, our life is happy. And that comment is not to denote that my wife is not happy um, or that we're unhappy. It's just, I want to make sure in any relationship that the people I'm in relationship with are in a good, good place. And the word I use is happy. And because it had to deal with um, a, a wife serving papers, I simply said this. I said, I think women want to feel secure. I think that uh, in a relationship like this, they want their man to hear their voice. Um, they want to be part of decisions. And certainly this has nothing to do with gender. It could be the other way around. I just happen to be coaching from the standpoint of a man whose wife is asking for a divorce. So I said, I said, Deb and I have some rules and one of them has to do with, you know, money and anything over X amount. Um, we need to discuss that together. Uh, I don't want her to feel blindsided by my choices of money, just like it would not be the other way around. She, I said, she needs to feel part of everything. And then I said, what I, what I really want to convey to you, and, and this again is not a gender conversation. It's, it, it does not matter. It's, it's about a relationship. But I said, um, I said, from my perspective, and again, it's just mine, I said, your wife is the most important ball 
you don't drop. And I just said, counseling ASAP, question mark, listening ASAP, question mark, tenderness and softness ASAP. And, and then I said to him, and I said, you know, Deb and I see somebody probably once a month, maybe twice a month, and it's just the marital version of coaching. It's not because we need it. It's because it's a powerful third voice to help us make wise choices. And I said to him, I said, my advice is, is just fall on the sword, own it, and do some things that are really, really important that can send a message right now. I said, my mantra is I need an adventure to have, I need a battle to fight, and I need a woman to love and protect. And that's for me. And again, I'm not transposing this on anybody. But if I follow those three things, I am a very, very happy and secure and uh, an accomplished man in my own interpretation of that, right? Again, this has nothing to do with placing anything on anybody. And his reply was, that's my exact plan, and I've started to put it in motion. And here's what I said, and this is the essence of this. I said, last piece of advice to which I got a heart. Um, I said, a marriage doesn't crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. A marriage is not rebuilt in a day, but can improve daily if you focus on it and, capital and, as long as you both want it. I believe that for a, re a relationship to thrive, both parties want the relationship to thrive. Both parties want the relationship to work and to work out, and both parties would like to be fulfilled and happy in the relationship. And I went on to say, and, and this ties back into the money, and I'm not going to get real deep into this, but uh, one of the comments that was made is the guy controls the money. And there's nothing wrong with that unless it's not transparent. And so what I said is I said there's zero value in buying the toys and controlling the money if you lose your family. It was just heartfelt. I said, uh, I'm going for a flight right now. I'll be out the rest of the day. I said, get peaceful get graceful, slow everything down. Your, your wife needs to know that you hear her. And he just said, I love you. I love you so much. And thank you for that. And so I, you know, again, I, sh I share this discreetly. I, I don't share it from a position of, um, here's, here's where I come at it from. I come at it from relationships are hard, you know, and it's easy to take relationships for granted. And it's easy to start assuming that a relationship, because it doesn't appear to outwardly have any bumps or, or rocky roads or anything like that, that everything's okay. But that's not true. There needs to be in any relationship a level of continued collaboration. And collaboration in a marriage is when you interact to make sure everybody's on the right track. Collaboration as a branch manager with a loan originator or a broker with a real estate agent. Collaboration is about making sure the relationship is on the right track. What do I need to do better? What would I love for you to do better? Better yet would be the other party say, what, what do I need to do better? Um, what are the ideas for collaborative growth? What are the ideas that we need to check in on? It's no different than a loan originator working with a real estate agent. I talked to a top broker yesterday that said he's really been um, amazed at at how easy it was to fall away in the last year or so because of low rates and refis from his agent relationships and partnerships. And it's true in any endeavor. It's easy to fall away. It's a slow fade. You don't feel it today and you may not feel it in a week and you may not feel it in a month. But if a slow fade continues every single day, 
300, 400, 500 days later, the fade can be catastrophic to the relationship. So we can never, ever, ever take the relationships we have in, in life, in this sense, in a marriage, in a partnership, <clears throat> in business with clients and leaders. We can never take them for granted. Relationships must stay connected. And to stay connected, the people in the relationship must feel connected. And so I don't know where this message hits you. Um, I, I don't really have an idea of where you might apply it, but I know in my own life that I apply it to my marriage. I apply it to my leadership as a father. I apply it to my physical health, wanting to, to live as long as I can and being a cancer survivor. I apply it to money management. I apply it to our business. Um, you can't coach somebody once a year. You know, you got to be involved with people daily and you can't be coached once a year and have that work. Uh, somebody needs to be involved with you daily. So whatever you want to do with this, I went a couple minutes over, 15 minutes or so, compounding, plus or minus, slow fade, you know, continual growth. Those two things I think are super, super important. And if you want anything to thrive, you got to focus on it. What you focus on matters. What you ignore matters. The final thing I'll say to you is an ignored priority will always become a bigger priority. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.